What's Shaking Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to build trust and grow your business online. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Randy Reyes on the mic. He is the co-founder of Outgrow.co. He is passionate about digital marketing and growth hacking. He previously worked in investing at Silver Lake and in online advertising at Ampush. He studied business at Wharton and engineering at UPenn. Today, Fire Nation, we're going to be focusing on interactive content, what it is, how to build it, where to put it, how to charge for it, should you charge for it, and so much more, Fire Nation, when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Grow your online business with online courses by jumping into Thinkific's five-day course challenge today. Over five days, you'll hear from inspiring speakers who will walk you through the whole process so you'll know exactly where you're headed. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. Randy, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey, everyone on uh, Fire Nation. Uh, I would say one interesting thing that most people don't know is uh, I do a lot of hip hop dance. Whoa. What is a couple of your favorite songs you like to hip hop dance to? I like a lot of like Latin type music. I like G6. If it's fast paced and it's loud and you're trying to get a group going, that's the best. Love it. Well, listen, Fire Nation, we're here not to talk about hip hop dance. We're here to talk about building trust and growing your online business. And I want to start off, Randy, with today's focus, which is interactive content. What the heck is interactive content? A good way to think about it is there's static content all over the internet now. Um, And so you'll see over the last 15 years, a lot of people have been building out blogs and building out a lot of great content, uh, which you can consider kind of static content. So you have ebooks, you have white papers, you have blogs. But if you land on the blog or I land on a blog, we're kind of seeing the same piece of content. Um, So what interactive content allows us to do is it allows us to personalize the content based on the person landing on the page. So if you're coming onto a page and you have a question about advertising on Facebook, and I have a question about advertising on Instagram or advertising on Google AdWords, and there's a page about you know how to optimize your ad spend, personalizing that content for each one of us is going to make the content much more effective. So interactive content makes it easy for you to personalize what exact information you're showing someone based on what they're actually interested in. Fire Nation, interactive content. When you're actually serving people what they want to hear, what they want to see, what they want to learn, when you're actually giving people real solutions to their actual problems, that's going to have a very high conversion rate compared to the alternative. But let's talk specifics here, Randy. How does this help with lead acquisition? How does this help with qualifying your leads and your customers? How does this help with overall conversions? So what you have to think about is there are two things that are, you're doing when you, have intera- when you have an interactive tool, right? So you can have a chat bot or an ROI calculator or an assessment, uh, depending on the situation that you're, you're in. So if the person is still top of the funnel and you're just trying to get them to get a sense of you know, the value of, let's say you have some sales software. So you might give them an assessment on their current sales processes. So that, if it's a really good assessment, you're, that's gonna really not only improve your conversion rates because you're, you're gonna tell them what they're currently doing well and where they can improve their current sales processes, right? So it's a very helpful piece of content. 
And so your conversion rates are going to be much higher. So usually, let's say you're converting at, let's say, 10 to 20% on a page. Here you might convert 40 to 60% because it's a light assessment that's just focused on adding value to the user. It's not just, oh, buy now. And so that type of conversion rate is going to be a lot higher. So that's the first thing to think about. The second thing to think about is from a qualification standpoint, to create an assessment, you need at least six questions asking someone about their current processes. And so now you qualify them. You know how many people they probably have in their sales department. You know what current technology they use. You know the processes they have in place. And so you also know if they're a good fit for your company. So you get the lead, you get the qualification, while at the same time building trust with the customer because now they're like, oh, wow, you just helped me with something. Your brand is legitimate because you just told me things I can do to improve um, in, in a minute without talking to anyone on a site at any time that I'm available. Fire Nation, when you can improve your lead acquisition, when you can improve the actual qualifications and when you can improve that conversion, you're improving your business, you're improving your life. So let's talk about coming up with actual ideas for not just any kind of content, Randy, but useful content, because we're going to have to have useful content to make this interactive content work well. So break that down for us. 100%. So a lot of people will come and say, okay, so we can build, you know, interactive content has so many different types of content, right? Chatbots, calculators, uh, assessments, recommendation engines. But if you come on to the tool and you build, uh, so like, like, let's say you come on and you build a, a recommendation tool, but the recommendations you're giving are, are very simple or very basic. Um, and you, like, uh, I'll give you a great example. So let's say you only have two products, right? A, sh a shirt product and a shoe and shoes or, or whatever it might be. You're selling e-commerce and you're just starting and you only have a couple products. If you're building a recommendation tool and you have one shirt product and one shoe product, um, then the recommendation tool isn't going to be that useful because if you're only sending me to this one shirt or this one shoe for whatever input I'm giving you, it's not going to be as useful for to someone where if you're doing a recommendation engine for someone who has a thousand products or someone who has a hundred products, right? So like a car recommendation tool is really useful because there's so many car options and there's electric cars and there's my, there's my budget. There are the, the, the custom add-ons that I'd like on a car. Do I want autopilot or auto driving? There's so many different features and, and customizations that a recommendation tool is going to work really well. Um, so I think the, the key thing is, is this useful is going to determine uh, whether or not this interactive content is going to be really useful. And so you can't assume that every interactive content piece is going to be a, a home run uh, unless you really focus on how useful the content is. And there are going to be some content pieces you're going to be like, you know what, I'm just going to complement, you know, my top 50 or top 30 blog posts with an interactive tool assessing your understanding of a blog post. So those are nice. They're small. They're, you're, they're giving them some value uh, right away in the blog post and it's going to help convert, you, convert people on the blog. Um, but when you're really talk, talking about your main, your like most important content pieces, um, really focus on, is this useful and how can I make it useful for the end user? And Fire Nation, I'm speaking from experience here. You can't assume what you think is useful and what you think is not useful for your audience. You need to test and you need to study the results and the data because you might be surprised. You're going to get surprised on something that clicks and something that doesn't click. I mean, there's been things that I've done before where I'm like, this is going to be an absolute home run. I mean, a grand slam and it has flopped on its face. And there's been something else I've been like, I really don't even want to put this out there because I just really feel like this is a dud of a topic or whatever it might be. 
and it ended up blowing up because guess what? I was assuming and I was incorrect. Let your audience speak. Let the people speak what's useful and what's not, but you have to make sure, hey, I am actually taking this information. I'm studying the analytics. I'm making things happen. And Randy, you've really gotten Fire Nation fired up with all this talk about interactive content. So let's get specific. How the heck could we build a tool like this? Yeah, so this is an interesting question and one where, um, so eight years ago, we the mobile app store was taking off and we kind of wanted to build a mobile app cost calculator. Um, and that's kind of how we decided to uh, to create an outgrow. Um, but th- because it's really hard to actually build a really good uh, piece of an interactive tool. You need developers, you need designers, uh, and then you every time you want to make a change or optimize or A-B test different variation, you got to go back to developers. So it's a really annoying process. And so what we did was we created a tool called outgrow.co. Um, and the idea is to outgrow your current marketing strategies and kind of complement them with, with this additional interactive tool. And we try to make it, optimize it for the modern marketer so that anyone can use it. You don't really need any technical experience whatsoever. And then all the things you would want to do, which is integrate it with your email tools, uh, run different analytics, embed it on different types of pages, um, analyze user funnels, run comparison tests and compare different variations. All those things, we kind of built it right into it. So that, in my opinion, is probably the fastest and easiest way to build it. Um, of course, if you have a really large development team, you could go the development team route as well. Um, it's just that we found it's just so much more uh, time-consuming and expensive, and it's just much harder to move forward when you're when you're doing uh, when you're working with developers on it. So I highly recommend using a, a tool like Outgrow because it just makes it so much faster and easier. Fire Nation, I know you're getting excited about interactive tools, and we still have so much more to share with you about charging potentially, about where it should be placed, about different parts in the funnel that it works, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Businesses have to be flexible this year, from working remotely to pivoting their business models for long-term survival and growth. Just look at all the restaurants that have moved their dining outdoors or added takeout to their offerings, or the major retailers who are now designing and selling face masks. If you're in charge of hiring for your business, these pivots have made your job even more challenging, especially when you have to hire for brand new roles. Thankfully, there's one place you can always count on to make hiring faster and easier, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it can send out to over 100 top job boards with one click. Then ZipRecruiter's powerful technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself, right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Let ZipRecruiter take hiring off your plate so you can focus on growing your business. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your own online courses. And we speak from personal experience. Since moving our online courses over to Thinkific in 2017, we have welcomed thousands of new students into our courses. If you're currently training people or considering it as a business model, and you've got a book, blog, coaching practice, YouTube channel, or podcast, then turning that into an online course can help you reach a wider audience, build revenue, and make a bigger impact. And Thinkific is the perfect partner to have by your side. Plus, Thinkific has an exclusive offer for you, Fire Nation, to 
join their free five-day course challenge. Over five days, you'll hear from inspiring speakers who have firsthand experience in building a thriving online course business, including myself. Get ready to take all the guesswork out of getting started. One student who recently finished the challenge said, this is an excellent course. It keeps you moving and takes a lot of the intimidation and confusion out of the process. I would highly recommend this challenge. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. So Randy, we're back and I kind of teased before the break, you know, some different things about interactive tools like charging or not to charge. That is the question. So what has been your personal experience? Should we charge for these interactive tools? I generally say we should not charge. Um, so and the reason being is if you're focused on making it a lead magnet, uh, it's generally best not to charge for the interactive tool. However, we see a lot of people giving you a result. So what you'll do is you go through a piece of content. Let's say you're doing the assessment example or an ROI calculator. So you're saying, okay, what's the current ROI in your ad spend? On the results page, you can show them, okay, this is the ROI from each channel you're advertising on, right? Like podcast ads or, or you know, Facebook, Google, et cetera. But so you give that for free. Just Well, you, they're just giving you their email, right? But on the end, on the bottom of the results page, you can say, download detailed report, and then you can charge like $10 or $20 or whatever you think is reasonable for that re- report. So you're still charging them within the interactive content, but after you've given them a decent amount of value, so you give them a, a pretty good results page, and then if you think you can go a lot further and go into detail about, oh, these are like best practices you should make sure you're incorporating in your keyword ad targeting on Google or whatever, then then you can charge for that, uh, but after you're giving them some value. So usually we say those types of things work out well um, if you're charging for them afterward, uh, after you've given them some value. So that's kind of how I like to think about where to charge. Um, and, and if you charge them right on the, at the beginning of a content piece, it's going to hurt your conversion rate, obviously, because it's not free. Um, and it really will only work if they've done a few other interactive content pieces for you and you've built trust with them and the content piece you're charging for that result that you're giving them, that recommendation is, uh, is worth, like, it's like a consultation, what you would give like a, you know, a 15 minute consultation for, like, it has to be really good if you want to charge for them and them to be happy about paying you. Now that we know like that process and what you recommend and, you know, what you've successfully done in the past for interactive tools on that part of things. Where should we actually place these interactive tools for that to be most effective? Because there's a lot of different areas that we could have these interactive tools, but what have you seen as places that actually work the best? I love this question because there's, there's so many options. It's overwhelming, right? And what I like to look at is I like to say, we should not assume that there is you know, one place that works for everything. It really depends on the type of content and the situation. So for example, if, some, if you've acquired an email already, but it's a very, you know, top of the funnel, you, you have no qualification about them, and you're trying to qualify a lead, then launching it within email, embedding the content right within the email is a great way to qualify the lead and move them from just an email to seeing, okay, is this person even relevant? Maybe move them down to middle of the funnel or, you know, down, down the funnel a little bit. So that, in that case, you launch it in the email and so you just get some embed code, right? Based on your email provider. Um, so when Outgrow, like we give that to you, you just put your email provider and we give you some code and then you drop it. And then the first question is actually going to show right there in the email and now you can qualify them. Um, so that works well. Obviously, if you don't have someone's email, that's not going to work because you cannot launch an email. So in those cases, you want to think about the content. Is the content a complement to a blog post? 
because if it complements a blog post, then I'm either going to have it as a timed pop-up or exit intent on a blog post page, or just as an embed within the blog post page at the bottom or in the middle or even at the top, depending on the situation, where it's kind of embedded within the blog post page. Uh, and so now you're going to say, oh, I have so much traffic to this blog post, but it's not converting any leads. So maybe I should create like a, you know, see how much you understood about the blog post content. That case embedded on the blog post page or have it as an exit intent where if someone's leaving the page, uh, the blog post page, it pulls up. So that's a really good idea for that case. And then you have the content pieces. You're probably going to have five or so content pieces, which are kind of like you want everyone to go to them, right? So find the right podcast. If you have a thousand, you know, thousands of podcasts or if you have thousands of YouTube videos or blogs and you're just trying to help them figure out which blog they should start with, which podcast they should start listening to. And you maybe want to give them four recommendations or like the, the top four for their use case. Then I might put that on the homepage of the blog, like the first page of your blog, or I'd put it as a tool with a, on, on the, on the welcome, on the homepage of your whole site. You say, Oh, like go to blog, you know, figure out which blogs or which podcasts you should start with and then, um, and then go from there. So, um, in that case, I would put that on the, on the homepage. And then the last thing are the pieces of content where it's like, what's the ROI of my software or, you know, assess your understanding, assess your current sales processes and your sales software company or assess your current marketing processes and your marketing software company or whatever it might be. Those I would definitely put, uh, either have a call to action on the welcome page or even embedded on the welcome page, depending on the situation. So we know by now that our content has to be useful. Like we know that's very important, but how do we actually know what type of interactive content works best for our audience? Like what have you seen other entrepreneurs and business owners effectively do to specifically identify the type of interactive content that works best for us and our audience? We always recommend running comparison, like kind of A-B tests to see uh, what works best. But in general, it's very good to to experiment with different versions, right? So most people, when they come at least onto Outgrow, they start with an assessment because those are easy, those are fast, okay? And then they might create a chat bot for like frequently asked questions. So the assessment will be like, you know, if you're if you're an agency, you're a security software, com- a security agency, consulting company, you can create an assessment, assess your current security processes. So that that is a good content type to start with. And then you might create a chat bot um, to handle, you know, the top 20 questions people get when they land on your site. So you can come you can have a chat bot for that, kind of an FAQ chat bot. Instead of having a list of every FAQ, you basically will ask them a set of questions and you send them to the, the most likely FAQs they have and then the answers for those FAQs uh, in, a, in a more interactive chat bot way. So those are two that people usually will start with. And then you'll go to your ROI calculators, right? Maybe a, a quiz to recommend, um, a quiz to recommend which plan, product, or service is relevant. Um, that could work. Uh, and then obviously, if you have a lot of products, you should build a full recommendation tool if for e-commerce cases. Um, so th- those would be the first kind of four that I start with. And then over time, you can start adding things in or taking things out uh, depending on, on how you want to do it. So if you want to build a full-on grader to so like grade your blog, um, then I would do that later on because that takes a bit more work. Um, you have to scrape the blog. You have to see current, you know, their, their tags. If you want to do like a SEO type, uh, SEO optimization one, those graders are going to take a lot more work. So usually you'll do those later um, because um, because they do require you to, they do require much more work than, than the others. Man, Randy, you have been dropping a ton of value. So many value bombs coming at us. Of course, Fire Nation, you know that you can go 
to elkgrow.co. That's elkgrow.co to just learn a ton more about what Randy's talking about, putting this into actual action and so much more. But before we go any further, Randy, I want to give it back to you because I want you to give us a key takeaway. Like we've said, we've shared a lot, a lot of content with Fire Nation. What's the one thing you want to make sure that we really walk away with from this entire interview? Then of course, let us know how we can connect with you over at Elkrow and any call to action you have for us. And then we'll say goodbye. The main point that I like to highlight is it's really important for every company to experiment uh, with different types of content and different ways to engage their customers, especially now as everything moves online in 2020 with, with COVID. And so it's really important to think about how am I building trust with customers online and how can I do a better job building trust with customers online and creating a more personalized experience whether you're using Outgrow or you're building it custom on your own, it's just a much better experience for customers and they're more likely to choose you over the other options they have that are giving them kind of a a static piece of content that might not be as relevant. So I think that that's the main recommendation is figure out how you're building trust and always be open to experimenting, experimenting with different forms. Uh, Within each content, interactive content type, there's so many different options. You want to experiment with them and really see, okay, and do I have good tracking in place to assess it? So that would be the main thing from that point. For the other uh, aspects around call to action and um, how to keep in contact. So uh, if you go to outgrow.co forward slash fire, outgrow.co forward slash fire, um, we're giving every, uh, every, all of your podcast listeners uh, 30 days completely free, no card required to just try out building these pieces of content. And, uh, and obviously you're going to have chat access on the bottom, right? There's a chat support and we're right there to help you if you have questions or you're not sure how to do things the right way. Um, so that's a really good way to start. And, uh, we have, everyone has a coupon from your audience so that they can get uh, custom plans or small business plans. Um, and then how to, to reach out to us. Um, so the easiest way and the fastest way to reach out to us and the best response you're going to get is. If you go to outdoor.co forward slash fire, um, the chat on the bottom right, we're all we're basically nearly always there to help you. Uh, and then if you want to email us or tweet at us, um, it's questions at outgrow.co. And uh, Twitter is just, uh, the handle is just at outgrowco. Fire Nation, cash in on that coupon. Head over to outgrow.co slash fire. Check out the chat, everything else you have going on there. I mean, Randy and his team are there to serve you and help grow your business and help outgrow your competition for sure. So Randy, I just want to say thank you for joining us today because Fire Nation knows that the average of the five people they spend the most time with, they've been hanging out with you, RR, and me, JLD, today. So Fire Nation, keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, type Randy in the search bar for access to the show notes with all the links to everything we talked about. And of course, outgrow.co slash fire is your call to action, Fire Nation. Randy, thank you, brother, for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Thank you. This was great. Hey, Fire Nation, today's Value Bomb content was brought to you by Randy. And if you've ever thought about creating a podcast of your own, the Podcast Journal is for you. It is a gorgeous full leather journal that will guide you step by step in the creation and launch of your podcast in 50 days. We're talking 5-0. Visit thepodcastjournal.com, use promo code podcast for a $15 discount. And thank you for listening to my podcast. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Grow your online business with online courses by jumping into Thinkific's five-day course challenge today. Over five days, you'll hear from inspiring speakers who will walk you through the whole process so you'll know exactly where you're headed. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire.